Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell. And this is the Thursday night preview, NFL DFS. It's the Green Bay Packers traveling to take on the San Francisco 49ers. And Shane, what an easy slate to prepare for. Not any news whatsoever. Yeah, there's so much news that people are worried about this game being canceled. But, you know, the NFL, they're pretty sneaky at getting these games in and, and kind of, you know, maneuvering their way around the COVID stuff and all the injuries. And uh, that's they, they have a plan for it. So, yeah, we're going to uh, get introduced to some practice squad guys this week. And that's why it's kind of exciting that we have all this news and we can we can get all this information into a short podcast video for for everyone so that they could break it down without having to go to all these different injury reports. We're going to be able to simplify it for everyone so you can build some awesome showdown lineups because there's some huge contests out there. Yeah, absolutely. We've been grinding here all evening on Wednesday, uh, incorporating all the all the recent news, updated news, and we're going to continue to do it on Thursday. And if there was ever a time to join us as a member, this is it. For for the reasons you said, Shane, we're going to do all the hard work for you. Uh, dig into the profiles of these practice squad players who are going to be added to the mix and monitor everything right up until kickoff when we give out our members lineups. And uh, what we do is on FanDuel, we give out a full cash lineup, a full GPP lineup, and then the coach's clipboard on DraftKings. Uh, on the main slate, that's got some core players and a bunch of pivots. And then for the showdown slate, it just has our core players, cash core, GPP core. So love to have you join us. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com. Try out one of our memberships a week or a month uh, or the winter special. Takes you through the end of the football season. Get all of our lineups in all of our sports. We do uh, NBA, PGA, MLB as well. So uh, that's what we're going to do here. We're going to keep grinding for these lineups for our members. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about both teams here. And so we can break it down so people can build their own lineups on DraftKings and FanDuel. So before we get into the all the news here, just want to thank our presenting sponsor, betus.com.pa. Go there with uh, the promo code COACHTALK with your first deposit. You get a 125% match. And this will be an interesting game to wager on uh, once the lines go back up. Now, initially, on BetUS, we had Green Bay as the six-point favorites over under 49 and a half. It has since been taken down, uh, so they're incorporating the news. We'll see what the line is once it goes back up. But uh, that's the starting point here. Of course, Green Bay, the favorites at five and two against the banged-up San Francisco 49ers at four and four. So, Shane, let's start with Green Bay, all right? And what we know right now is that Aaron Jones is questionable. We both think he's probably going to be out. So we're looking at Dexter Williams and Tyler Irvin as the key running backs. We'll talk about them more as we go. With the wide receivers, Alan Lazard is questionable. He's been on the IR, but he has traveled to San Francisco. If he comes back in, uh, that's a that's a big upgrade for the Green Bay passing uh, passing core. So we'll keep our eye on that. Um, they they. Uh, San Francisco, uh, sorry, Green Bay does have three members of their secondary out. Uh, so it'll be a little bit easier for San Francisco to pass on them if they can find anybody to pass it to. Uh, and then the offensive tackle, David Bakhtiari, is questionable. So uh, we'll get to the San Francisco side here in a minute. But um, with the new running backs here, why don't we start with that? Um, 
because Aaron Rodgers has, you know, he doesn't have his old reliables uh, with him there. So how do you think this is going to play out for Green Bay with some new running backs in the mix? Yeah, I mean, it's looking like Dexter Williams probably will be the guy, especially early down work. There's some, some uh, you know, information out there that he could also handle passing downs, but we haven't really seen him in that capacity. But being that he's a bigger back um, and Tyler Irvin is more of a smaller kind of scat back, you know, kind of a slash special teams wide receiver type player who plays running back, really. So we're expecting Dexter Williams to probably handle the load here. Uh, pretty tough matchup for running backs, though. San Francisco, even though they've lost other guys, they're very fundamentally sound up front. Uh, they're very tough and physical. They tackle well. They fill the gaps well. So they're not really that easy to run against. Um, so it's going to be tough for Green Bay, I think, uh, in this matchup uh, for running the ball. And I think that they will primarily lean on their their passing game here. So these yeah, running backs are minimal price. So Yeah, they are. I want to add a couple things there. Um, Dexter Williams, like you said, is about 20 pounds heavier than Irvin. And I heard a quote from Aaron Rodgers this week uh, praising him for his pass blocking, his route running. And uh, that's why I think he's going to be the three down back. And, you know, looking at the tape from their last game against Minnesota, Tyler Irvin was uh, split out wide a bunch. He would go in motion and, uh, you know, get these short passes. He's just not the three down back type player. Uh, he doesn't really fit that profile. So I, I agree. I think Williams will get the the chance at more carries. Irvin will certainly be involved and they are minimum price. So you can get either one of them in your lineups. Um, but uh, carry on with your analysis here of this uh, Green Bay offense. I, I think the one thing I noticed with Tyler Irv, Irvin, though, is when he does get the ball, he's super explosive. I mean, he's like one of those four, three, four, four speed type guys. So he is a big play waiting to happen. Uh, he can, if he gets some room, he can really he can really bust off some big plays. So that's why I think he's still in play, even though we're thinking that Dexter Williams might get more carries. I could see Tyler Irvin being better in the passing game and uh, getting him in space more because this isn't the type of matchup, especially these inexperienced running backs where you just want to pound it between the tackles with your run game. So I could see them spreading it out and using Tyler Irvin more. So that's why I think he's in play, even though Dexter Williams would probably get more carries here. Um, so that's why it's a tough decision. Um, if you're playing multiple lineups, you could do mix it up and do play both of these running backs, you know, um, in, in different lineups, just because I don't know that Dexter Williams is going to really be that efficient. And we, we don't really know, but yeah, if the role is there though. So, uh, and then of course, I mean, I was, I was joking with you before this uh, podcast. I'm like, what is the ownership going to be in a showdown slate? The way this is shaping up on Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. I'm like, What's the highest you've ever seen? Like usually 90% is pretty ridiculous, right? So are these guys going to be like 98% owned? I mean, 99, it's like a couple percent of the field will be contrarian. Right. So it's so that's kind of interesting. So Aaron Rodgers obviously set up for pretty big volume here because of their weak, their perceived weak running game and a tough matchup. Um, obviously, you saw Russell Wilson. Uh, didn't even need that much volume really to pick them apart, uh, San Francisco apart last week. Um, they did really well. And then Devontae Adams. All, all he needed was DK Metcalf. That's yeah, exactly. anything else. <laughs> yeah. And the interesting thing, speaking of DK Metcalf, is I was worried about him last week and you were 100% right on him. He, he, he did awesome and Tyler Lockett took a backseat. But I was worried about Jason Verrett, who's the best remaining cover corner for San Francisco. 
he's been great. He's uh, he's really shut down uh, in his coverage. He's done great. Um, really tough to throw against. And what happened was uh, DK Metcalf was on Emmanuel Mosley a lot of the game, and he was roasting Emmanuel Mosley every yep. for those long touchdowns. So for some reason they didn't shadow. But uh, Pro Football Focus is, is is, and I agree with them. They're projecting that uh, Jason Verrett will shadow Devontae Adams because there's not really another receiving threat. So I feel like he, Jason Verrett, will follow around Devontae Adams. So if this was a normal, like, 11-game slate, you would consider that with Devontae Adams. But since it's not, and Devontae Adams is pretty much matchup proof, you still play him. I just don't know if Devontae Adams is going to have that massive ceiling game with two or three touchdowns and, you know, 100 to 150 yards. But he's still going to have a good game, so that's why you have to play him here. Uh, but just keep that in mind. Jason Verrett will be on Devontae Adams, probably following him around, and will make it a little bit more difficult for him to have a ceiling game. But he's still in play, obviously. He's still a lock because of this way this slate is um and then other than that yeah alan lazardo be in play if he plays i kind of like marquez Veldez scantling though speaking of emmanuel mosley i imagine he'll be on mosley a lot on the outside and he's Veldez scantling is the type of guy they'll take deep shots with um and this is going to be a good weather game where green bay played in really bad windy weather so aaron Rodgers didn't take any deep shots to mvs last week but this week, being that it's uh, Northern California, it's going to be beautiful weather. He's going to be uh, taking some deep shots here. It's kind of a homecoming for Aaron Rodgers. So um, they didn't play well against in San Francisco last year. You know, they really got, you know, they got beat up pretty bad in the NFC Championship game yeah, earlier in the year. So this is kind of a revenge game narrative for Aaron Rodgers. So this is the type of game where he can really light it up. And because of tough coverage on Devontae Adams, I like Marcus Valdez-Scantling here, and if you look at his price, it's really good. Eight, eight uh, On the showdown slate, 8000 on Fandle, 3400 on DK. I think he's a sneaky play here, and they can probably hit him for a deep shot, and he can really burn the coverage uh, for San Francisco. Their secondary outside of Jason Brett's pretty weak. Um, and then, of course, we have Robert Tungan. He looked really good last week as well. San Francisco is pretty tough against uh, – they're pretty tough against tight ends, though. Their they're, uh, linebackers and are pretty good at coverage, so keep that in mind. But Tungian's still in play here because of the lack of wide receivers with the Packers passing game and the lack of really experienced running backs. And then you could also look at the Packers' defense just because the 49ers are going to look pretty ugly on offense here. Uh, so pretty much you have to – you know, ha have all these players in play, but I think the sneakiest play for me right now is MVS. I don't think he's going to be as highly owned um, besides lock locking in the pretty much mandatory Rogers and Adams play here. Yeah. MVS, I, the, the price tag on DraftKings really jumped out at me 3.4 in a GPP context because they, they will take deep, deep shots with him. So if they connect on one, he's going to pay off that price tag. And he, it's just an interesting situation for MBS right now because they were talking about trading for Will Fuller. Obviously, they don't have a lot of faith in MBS. He hasn't looked that great. He'll drop balls. He just doesn't quite have the – he just is not clicking with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it's kind of a shame that he doesn't have somebody to trust downfield. But if Lazard comes back, obviously, you know, the, the, the passing attack will be in a better spot. Um, so MVS in play for me for GPPs, you know, I don't trust his floor. He's more of a ceiling guy uh, in terms of uh, some of these other guys. Cause yeah, I'm going to have Rogers and Adams. You, you, you mentioned the uh, NFC championship game here back in January. It was 37 to 20 San Francisco just ran all over them. But the one thing that worked for green Bay was Rogers to Adams. 
And so I think he will get heavy volume uh, no matter who's on him. Um, but you, if you look at uh, other targets, uh, Tunyon, I agree, you know, really looked good. Um, I Here's my sleeper here to look at. It's Jay Sternberger at only 1,800 on DraftKings. He looked good last week against Minnesota. And I think uh, the routes that he runs are going to be easier for Rodgers to hit. I, I don't think he'll get as much attention as Tunyon running more down the field, uh, longer routes. So I like Sternberger here. Um, and, you know, that's about it. I think the other uh, wide receivers like Equinemius St. Brown, Darius Shepard, I think they're really going to take a step back if Lazard is out there. All right, Shane, before we go to San Francisco, let's take a minute to hear from our wonderful partners at betus.com.pa. Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at BetUS.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry, BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sportsbook welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code COACHTALK for 125% sign-up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Coach Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sports book is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball. Welcome back, and thank you again to BetUS.com.pa for that wonderful offer. Again, that's for all listeners here to the podcast, not just members. Use that promo code COACHTALK, all one word, with your first deposit for that 125% match. All right, Shane, let's get into the San Francisco side of things. And it's quite a list of injuries uh, and out indications. We've got Jimmy G injured. Kittle is out with the injury. Debo is still out. Tevin Coleman is out. They just cut Dante Pettis. Uh, maybe they're regretting that with everybody else out. Uh, that group includes Brandon Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne on the COVID list. So what's left with all those guys out? Well, we've got Nick Mullins, of course, uh, with the wide receivers. We've got Trent Taylor stepping into a potentially prominent role. <laughs> uh, maybe Ross Dwelly with the, the tight end position. Jordan Reed is questionable. So he's the other guy. He's been on the IR so we'll see if he comes back. He's had multiple touchdowns this year, uh, so he could play a big role. That's, again, one more reason you've got to follow the news tomorrow along with us. Um, so with that general overview here of all of the uh, injuries and COVID designations, what are your thoughts here on the San Francisco offense? Yeah, uh, it, you know, going back again to the NFC Championship game, these two, two matchups in San Francisco against Green Bay last year, 
they just completely pounded the Green Bay Packers. They said, okay, your weakness, your main weakness is through the running game. And guess what? We have a great running game, great scheme, great running back. So, I mean, Raheem Moster put up like, what, 220 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, just right. completely just smashed them. So if they, they're going to try that game plan, that same strategy here. So that means uh, Nick Mullins looked really good last week. So he's still in play. He's still going to pass to whoever he can pass to, whether it's wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, you know, full backs, any of that type of thing. So um, but I don't know if Nick Mullins is going to get a ton of volume in terms of passing volume, at least in the first half, San Francisco is going to absolutely try to punish Green Bay in in the running game, just like Minnesota did last week. And unfortunately, San Francisco doesn't have a Delvin Cook, <laughs> but they do have Jamichael Hasty. <laughs> so, <laughs> great comparison, right? No, I'm joking. Right. It's not a great comparison. Jamichael Hasty looks pretty quick. You know, it looks like he's got a little bit of moves to him, a little bit of shake. He's he's a pretty seems like a pretty explosive running back. So I think he's certainly in play just because of the game script and what San Francisco is going to do. So I think San Francisco has a nice, uh, you know, a nice block uh, run blocking advantage here. And Green Bay is not very good against the run. They're not very good at tackling and that's fundamental. So, again, it, it really I mean, they can't get off blocks for whatever reason. It looked like Dalvin Cook was just running through wide open holes and into the secondary last week. Um, so it just they made it look really easy. So definitely Jermichael Hasty is going to be the early down back. So you have to get some exposure to him. And then Jarek McKinnon's in play. He's a little contrarian because they priced him up on DraftKings to $8,000. People are going to avoid that because they know that Jarek McKinnon has been in the doghouse of Shanahan's doghouse for whatever reason. And he doesn't look like he's injured to me. He looks good. When they finally put him in there late in the game, we were talking about in our pregame huddle how he he was lined up at wide receiver, you know, a couple couple times looked really good on some slot, uh, some snaps, and uh, it was catching the ball effectively. So I think that McKinnon could play some wide receiver in this game, and he could probably get some some regular running back carries as well. So that's why McKinnon is in play, and I have no issue playing both San Francisco running backs because they're going to get a ton of run volume. If they don't get completely blown out and they can keep this game somewhat close, they're going to get a ton of run volume here. Even if they do get blown out, you're going to have a lot of carries from Hasty, and then McKinnon can go into the hurry-up mode in the second half if they're getting blown out, just like he did last week, and he can get his, his carries and also uh, get some passes there. So love the running backs for San Francisco here because I know that's what they're going to want to do. And then wide receiver, I'd probably like Trent Taylor the best. He's at pretty much minimal price. He's $400 on DraftKings or 5000 on FanDuel. Um, I think Richie James could be interesting if he plays. He's questionable because he's one of the more experienced San Francisco remaining wide receivers since all of them are almost out. And I actually like the fullback. Uh, remember uh, last year in the Super Bowl, like how good he looked when he, he catched the pass for the touchdown against the Chiefs there. So, yeah, use check. Uh, yeah, Juszczyk is awesome uh, in the passing game for a fullback. He's probably the best fullback in the game. And, you know, this guy is just opening up all these holes for this San Francisco running game. And it's it, this might be time where he gets a little bit he gets a little bit of payback and a little bit of love in, in the running game and also in the passing game. Uh, I've never seen a full look so good in the passing game. This guy looks awesome. He can run those deep routes, even those wheel routes out there. So once in a while, they line him up at wide receiver and he can beat you. So so I think check is in play here. And I think Nick Mullins really likes to dump the ball off to him. He's a reliable target. And then if Jordan Reed comes back, I'll be very interested in Jordan Reed because even though he's probably not going to play full time, 
when he's in there, they're going to be game planning to get him the ball. I think he's a, he's a good, really good tight end when he's in there. And again, Nick Mullins loves to throw underneath to these tight ends. And if Jordan reads out, then I'll go to Ross Dwelly, the other tight end, because I think Ross uh, Dwelly will get quite a bit of targets from Nick Mullins here. So those are kind of the guys I'm looking at. I would focus on the running game and don't be afraid to play both running backs for San Francisco. That should set you apart a little bit. And then you can, you can pick and choose uh, whether I don't think Mullins is mandatory, but he, he, it's probably a good idea to try to get him into the lineup, but there could be a scenario where they just run the ball so much that Mullins doesn't do much. So you may not have to initially play him, Uh, but that's kind of where I'm at where San Francisco here. Yeah. Well said. I agree. I think they're going to try to run it. Uh, That was crazy when Mostert had those 220 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Jimmy G only attempted eight passes that game. Remember, they just they didn't need to. So they didn't risk it. They ran it. It was working. And so I think they will try it. Uh, We'll see if it works. If it if it does work, then Hasty's in a great spot. I agree with the, the quickness. He can certainly get it done. You know, overall, Green Bay has given up the most fantasy points to running backs now this season. And it's not just that huge game from Cook last week. Cook scored two touchdowns against him in the first week. Kamara had 13 receptions against them for 139 yards and two touchdowns. Gurley had two rushing touchdowns against them. I mean, Shane, can you believe that? Gurley, two rushing touchdowns. Oh, oh Gurley, he, he's, good good at touch, he's good at getting touchdowns. He just doesn't look good in anything else. Uh, right. Yeah, he's the most touchdown dependent back out there. So, right. yeah, maybe Jared McKinnon can be the poor man's Alvin Kamara role here. I'm good with that. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think they're going to use McKinnon uh, all over the field. He'll get some work in the backfield. He'll split out. Uh, he'll maybe even line up out wide because yeah. – they need someone they can trust. They need a playmaker. He is that guy. You know, hit four catches for 40 yards last week. Good chemistry with Mullins down the stretch. Um, and, you know, if called upon, I do think Mullins can get it done here. I mean, 200, 238 yards passing in the fourth quarter against Seattle. And it was a terrific matchup. And they're playing catch up. So he kept, you know, dinking and dunking. But that could be what happens here. Green Bay gets ahead. And then the second half, that's what he's going to do. Short passes to McKinnon. Short passes to Taylor out of the slot. Uh, you know, he had a touchdown pass to Ross Dwelly in that fourth quarter. So he's got the chemistry there. So I, all the guys you mentioned are in play here and worth considering. I also could uh, look at both running backs for San Fran. And then, uh, you know, if Richie James doesn't play, the other candidates to be out there for wide receiver could be Kevin White who Bears fans know as a major disappointment, first-round draft pick out of West Virginia, and let's see, 25 career receptions and no touchdowns. So uh, he just hasn't gotten gotten it done. Maybe this will be an opportunity for him to get back in the groove. And then River Craycraft has one career reception, a 48-yarder, back in 2018 for the Broncos, and he's just been sort of a special teams player since then. So, I mean, you got to dig deep here. Uh, to look at who's going to be out there and uh, who, who to consider. So uh, that's what we're going to keep doing throughout the day on Thursday. Uh, Shane, any final thoughts on this matchup here? No, I mean, you got to be real cray-cray to play cray-craft here. <laughs> but, hey, this is a showdown lineup, so anything goes literally. Yeah. And like, and they're, and they're, what are they down? Like five or six wide receivers at least. So right. <laughs> I, I just can't get over that name, cray-craft. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. And, you know, you you really don't have to go there because of all these other guys who are either two or four hundred dollars on DraftKings or five K on FanDuel, you can pretty much get anybody you want. So 
I mean, there it's going to be Rodgers and Adams all day in almost every lineup. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll put one out there without them. Uh, we'll see. But you try uh, to, you're not going to be in that one percent that puts someone out there without them. I just don't know. I mean, no, really, I it's. So. I mean, the well, only. The only the only the only way I might mix it up is on DraftKings to have a different captain. Uh, that yeah. that's where you get uh, a different build because you don't have to do that. You can go with Rodgers or Adams as your captain and still get almost everybody in your lineup that you want, unless you want to go with both San Francisco running backs. But yeah, uh, you know, so that's the way I think you get unique. Yeah, I like playing both San Francisco running backs, and you could if you can fit Nick Mullins in there as well with a couple of the Green Bay guys uh, and just not pair any wide receiver or pass catcher with Nick Mullins because he's just going to spread the ball out to all these random right. guys and these uh, running backs will catch some balls as well. But for the most part, it's going to be, uh, yeah, they're going to use the running backs, but it, what's different than those games last year is they had a really good defense that caused Aaron Rodgers a lot of problems last year. So they could keep the game low scoring and close so they could keep pounding the ball. Now they're going to be playing from behind. Most likely Green Bay will jump out on them and Aaron Rodgers will be able to pick this defense apart because it's not the same as it was last year. So that's where the game script is going to change. But you know San Francisco is still going to try it, though. <laughs> They're still going to try to run the ball on these guys because it's their, it's their one weakness that's very a very clear weakness here. So Absolutely. And that's what San Francisco likes to do anyways. Absolutely. So uh, what we'll do here is we'll invite you to subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. We'd love your support there. These podcasts are going to continue to be in front of the paywall. We do six NFL podcasts per week. So uh, tune in again on Thursday. We'll have our main slate preview where we go game by game. And then over the weekend, we do position videos, quarterbacks, running backs, and then wide receiver tight ends with our final player picks for the Sunday main slate. And then jump in with us as a member, dfscoachtalk.com to pick up that membership. And then we'll get you in our Discord. We give out our lineups about 45 minutes before lock. So you've got all day Thursday to join if you want. Uh, in terms of uh, connecting with us on social media, you can find all of us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Shane is available at DET Sports Shane. I am at Language Olympic. Our fearless leader, the coach, is at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And uh, our charity of choice here is mambaon3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. So, uh, Shane, great work again, as always, digging in here, getting everybody ready for the Thursday night primetime slate. And uh, make sure to tune in again on Thursday for our main slate preview. So that's going to do it here. On behalf of Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. Thank you so much for tuning in and be sure to tune in next time as we look to crush it in DFS.